0: Hey folks and welcome to another episode of the PodCraft podcast. This is the show all about podcasting, everything from interview skills to equipment and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray, as usual, and joined by Matthew McLean. A
1: splendid day to you, sir, and a splendid day to the listener too.
0: Indeed, yes,
1: Uh, splendid.
0: Uh, So this time around, we're doing more listener questions. Uh, We've got one question from the the splendid, magnificent Dan Brew, and uh, also a comment back from uh, Natalie, Natalie Silverman as well. So we've been getting a few of um, our, uh, you know, responses to the question we put in our, our emails, which is if you sign up for our email list, you get something out uh, within a few emails, which asks you uh, to contribute to PodCraft. And I can tell you on PodCraft as well to do it, I suppose. If you fancy getting a two or three minute clip on the show, just talking about your show, about um, basically what's working for you in terms of monetization promotion. Uh, you know equipment setups that type of thing um then you can send into us send into info at com, and we can play it on the show but uh, yeah we've got from that one from natalie about the fertility podcast this week which is talking about her experience and what's working for her so anyway shall we jump into the questions
1: yes let's do so
0: <laughs> okay so dan's question. So we had a couple of good questions from dan a two-parter here um My first question is, says Dan, I've been told that I'm a perfectionist in many areas and I'm finding it difficult to start the podcast process until I have all of the perfect technical sound experience, editing knowledge and technical setup created. I currently have a MacBook and a Yeti mic I just picked up. What are your thoughts on waiting to start versus just jumping in? And his second part ties into it, so I'll tell you that just now as well. Second question is, how do you find your voice? It's a tedious and very self-reflective process that has me spinning quite a bit. How much was trial and error versus you just knowing? All right, so a couple of good things. We're asked those kind of things quite often, aren't we, really?
1: Yeah, it's a big issue, isn't it? The yeah. the, the, the perfectionist uh, angle. Um, perfection Perfectionism versus progress is yes. always the way I kind of think of it because exactly. uh, <laughs> all those times that you're thinking that you're working by getting all this stuff in place it's not half as effective as actually just going ahead and doing it and you know you're if you're new to podcasting you're not going to be unfortunately except (laughs) exceptional straight out the gate it's going to take a bit of practice Uh, you could read all the books listen all the tutorials watch all the videos yeah nothing comes close to to just Experience, yeah, it? yeah.
0: And I, I think as well, practice isn't good practice, if that makes any sense, yeah, because yeah. if you're not doing it for real, if you're just practicing walking around in your house or even just doing a practice recording that you know is not going to be going out live, it just doesn't count because you just don't have the pressure to really learn, to really reflect from it. It's only when you're putting stuff out live that you're really practicing. I mean, you know, practice on your own does help. It's useful, but it's just not, it's not what's going to help you improve a lot. Um, I think the real exposure to actual listeners, to real people, that's what really forces your, your learning, I suppose. And it brings feedback as well, doesn't it? It's like, that's when people start getting back to you and saying, this is what I enjoy. This is what I like. It's, um, um, you know, this this is the good bits of the episode. This is the bad bits of the episode, and uh, and then build on that. Yeah, take out the good bits.
1: Yeah, you want to you want to get yourself in the game for a number of reasons. Mm. I mean, even you know it comes down to things like your podcast reputation, how long you've been uh, out there, how long you've been in iTunes. Yeah. I know we we talk about and I'm maybe contradict myself. Don't don't obsess over <laughs> the iTunes From stuff last year, week, but you yeah. know you you get your show on iTunes, it's going to rank higher than shows that are newer than it. Yeah, yeah. um And searches, which is, search is important. Yeah. Things like SEO, you, you want to get yourself in the game yeah, because yeah. every day that you're not launching, you're not, you're not here, you're sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, People yeah. are taking you over, bypassing you.
0: It's a good point, actually. That's, that's something that um, a friend of mine, Andy Brown, you've met Andy, haven't you, a yeah, few times? No yeah, uh, He runs a show called uh, Triple Your Clients, and you can find it over at tripleyourclients.com, triple I think. Um, but he said to um, another friend of mine, actually, when she was looking to to launch her podcast um, and she was procrastinating, it was exactly the same thing. She's a bit of a perfectionist, too. And he said to her, well, what, what are you going to do? How will you feel if somebody launches the exact idea the exact podcast the exact concept that you're looking to launch in the month or so leading up to when you're finally getting perfect and she said I'd feel terrible it would be a complete you know it would be a total kick in the in the stomach I'd, I'd I just yeah so yeah that forced her actually next week she launched her show based on that so that was really good um, yeah so think about it how would you feel if somebody in the meantime launched something that was just what you're looking to do would it make you feel bad well if it does then get it out there <laughs> what about the finding your voice stuff have you got any tips on finding your voice is there any kind of standard stuff you tell people when they ask you about that
1: it's a funny one isn't it because when you start uh, when you get into like recording your own voice uh, and you know it started for me back um, a good few years ago now when I went and studied radio so yeah. it, it was completely new to me sitting down in front of a microphone uh, and watching it r- record yeah um and your immediate reaction is to to become really formal, um, because we're used to seeing presenters on the TV, you yeah. know, news presenters and that, yeah. so you immediately, um, you become really formal, you maybe talk like you don't actually talk in real yeah, life. Exactly. One of the most uh, useful exercises that I found myself doing, because I would listen back to episodes and think, it's it's fine, but it just it doesn't really sound like me, so... Say, I'd be like out one night uh, just sitting in the pub with one of my friends, and maybe I'd be explaining something. And I was conscious of, like, how do I sound as I'm explaining this? Because it's completely natural. You want your podcast, or most podcasts anyway, to sound like you're just chatting to a friend. The yeah, listener's yeah. your friend, so just being conscious of like how how do I sound as I'm telling this story, this wee anecdote, yeah. and then trying to think, well, how how do I then go and replicate that when my friend's not sitting there, I'm not in the yeah. pub, I've now got a microphone, <laughs> and again, it's it, it just comes through practice, doesn't yeah, it, and yeah. being aware of that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's something that I have done myself, I've uh, inc- uh, c- encouraged other people to do, and I think it works quite well, is actually just to commit to sharing a few episodes with some good friends. So I, I don't do this enough, to be honest. But and I feel it's something that came up at the conference. It was at last week, actually, CMA Live. It was a big, a big theme of the conference was finding your voice, being more honest, being more authentic, and stuff like that. And I think um eh, on the website, on the podcast host, we still haven't quite... Well, I, I think you're good at it. I think I'm good at it when we write, but sometimes we can kind of fall into, you know, you fall into that trap of wanting to sound professional, knowledgeable, all that kind of stuff. Like make sure people, you know, it's kind of a lack of confidence in a way, I suppose, you're wanting to make sure you sound uh <laughs> trustworthy so you end up writing in slightly bigger words or more convoluted sentences mm-hmm. than you would normally. And I think I don't do that enough. But see if I... I have done it once or twice in the past. Committed to, um, before recording an episode, I said, right, I'm going to share this with a friend of mine. And while I was recording that episode, it suddenly, because I was aware of the fact I was going to share it, I suddenly became a lot more aware of how I spoke. I, I was, uh, as I was a bit too formal or a bit over, you know, egging the kind of, I don't know, the authority, all that kind of stuff, like just trying to sound more, author- I don't know what it is. But, you know, when you're trying to make up for the fact that you're not quite confident or something, you start to feel anxious because you you think this is going to make me sound like a right tit in front of a pal. <laughs> He's going to listen to this and go, what the hell? That's not you. Yeah. Um, so. I think even just committing to doing that and then sharing it with them. So the commi- the commitment to do it helps you think about how you speak in the first place. And then when you give it to them, then they can give you feedback on, yeah, this didn't sound like you at all. Why are we speaking like that? Why are we saying this? I've never heard you say that in real life. So I think that's quite a useful um, exercise as well.
1: <laughs> just one thing I'd add there as well. You're saying about the website and maybe, you know, there's times where you think it doesn't really sound like us. Yeah. So you've got to ask yourself if I'm putting out my podcast in completely my own voice, might that put a few people off? And the answer is maybe it will. But the people it doesn't put off will probably like you much more for it. So it's like, I always say to people, like having a smaller audience isn't necessarily a bad thing because it's a more loyal audience. So like you'd rather have much fewer people who really, really like you than a large group of people who think he's all right, but they've soon forgotten about you because you just, A bit generic and trying to please everyone.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, totally, totally agree. Better a 1,000 people that love you than 10,000 that are pretty ambivalent to you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Okay, cool. I hope that helps uh, you... um, Dan I hope that helps answer your questions Dan, Do get in touch Let us know how you're getting on with that it sounds like you're pretty early on in your journey So it'd be cool to hear when you get the show out there uh, How you did find your voice Like whether you um, did a few exercises at the start Thought you were cracking it Or whether it took you a few episodes to get in there So do get in touch again um, Anyone else too if you're out there listening uh, And you want to send us a question Send it into info at thepodcasthost.com uh, Or you can tweet us any short ones At thepodcasthost.com host and we'll include it on future shows. We'd love to get more, uh, lots more listener questions in in future. So now I'm going to play our comment from Natalie. So this is from Natalie Silverman from the Fertility Podcast and this is her thoughts around what's working for her, what's not working for her, um, generally how it's going with her podcast just now.
2: Hello, I'm Natalie and I host the Fertility Podcast which launched in September 2014 and I've just published my 85th episode. It's for anybody who has found their route to parenthood hasn't been straightforward, so they're not able to get pregnant naturally and possibly having to have fertility treatment or consider other ways. I get about 3 to 400 listeners every episode, I release an episode weekly. I get new listeners Uh, through iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast. The podcast is on all sorts of platforms. I also have a Patreon page. Um, I use Facebook and Twitter mainly, and I'm just starting with Instagram. And as far as monetizing the podcast, I've got a Patreon page, which I need to do more with. Um, But I'm delighted to say I've now got two sponsors who have signed up for 12 months. And I'm currently in talks with some other sponsors about getting them on, uh, on board. And I'm also starting to create bespoke content for other people as the fertility podcast podcast because it's all kind of relevant subjects. So if you want to find out more, uh, just go to the fertilitypodcast.com.
0: Thanks very much Natalie. That's great. Um so yeah, if you have a similar uh, story or not a similar story, if you if you want to give us a similar type of um bit of feedback, let us know what's working for you um in terms of monetization, sponsorship, um, promotion of your show, growth. Even if it's just the story of launching, actually, it'd be good to get some more stories of how you've gone about getting your show out there in the first place, what's worked in terms of launches, that'd be great. So you can send them as well to info at the if it's a recording, or you can pop on to our speak page which is found over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash contact and you'll find it there all righty i think that'll do us for the week
1: yeah i think so (laughs) Uh, shout out to our pal dave jackson by the way i noticed uh, we got a wee clip of this very show i was uh, washing the dishes in my house and suddenly (laughs) there i was like speaking and i was like what's going on yeah yeah. i thought i'd press something on my uh, phone and i'd switched (laughs) episodes but um, yeah big thanks to Dave at School of Podcasting uh, for now that we know Dave's listening we we need to take this seriously oh yeah absolutely so um, yeah (laughs) thanks Dave yeah no that's really really
0: appreciate that Dave Um, and uh, yeah if anybody wants to find Dave's show over there if you're listening to us but you haven't listened to Dave Jackson before yeah dot schoolofpodcasting.com I believe that's right yeah Uh, I'm sure if you just google School of Podcasting you'll find it or School of Podcasting in iTunes as well you'll find his show which has been going for years Dave's an authority in the area yeah, so well worth listening to. Um, but yeah, what about uh, a quick time, What have you been working on this week, Gareth? You any articles you're writing right now that uh, I did that coming put, out quite soon?
1: I put one out uh, the other day. There, mm. it was eight tips to avoid pod fading. So I suppose it's kind of relevant to, to what we've talked about. Yeah, yeah. Um, pod fading. It's it's that term. If you've not heard it before, of somebody launches a podcast and for for some reason or another, they they just stop doing it. Um, and a lot of that is to do with the planning and preparation. Yeah. So I've put eight tips in there for just basically making sure you're building on solid foundations and, and that you've got a clear path of where you want to be going mm-hmm. um, and areas to focus on and areas that you don't really need to worry so much about, yeah, especially yeah. in the early days. So, yeah, um, yeah hopefully that's really useful to, to people, not only if you're planning on launching, but maybe if you've launched your show and you're just kind of struggling with it too. Yeah, yeah. So we'll put links to that in the show notes. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah, good question. Yourself? What uh, have you been? What have I been doing? I've been uh, doing the tough mudder thing. Yeah. yeah. About. I
0: pulled, uh, pulled a rib or something. So <laughs> I'm in pain right now. Um, yeah, no, this week has mainly been, uh, designed for the, um, Alatu app, actually. So I've been putting together wireframes for the workflow. So yeah, if you, if you've been listening to either the numbers game before, um, our other show, or I think I've mentioned it on Podcraft once or twice, you'll know we're working on an app just now, which is designed to help make podcasting easier. Basically, um, it'll help you produce a show really quickly um, from really simple automation, just turning a, a basic audio file into a produced branded podcast with just a click of a button down to some simple like, editing tools as well, just to help people get shows out there easily and more regularly. So yeah, I've been doing some design on the interface, just figuring out the workflow and everything. It's quite tricky, actually, like figuring out, like going back to basics and figuring out exactly how you do think about putting together a podcast as somebody who's not very experienced like Mm -hmm. i mean we're kind of used to putting it in audition and um doing a fair bit of editing and maybe bringing together four or five files that kind of thing but if you're just doing a really basic podcast maybe just a solo record like a recording like this i mean we could just take this recording put it into the intention is to put this into the alitu app press a button and it would add the branding and just spit out the other end so it's a pretty uncomplicated process so Mm. but it's it's yeah, thinking through how people understand that in their heads is quite interesting.
1: So when this app comes out, you'll have no no need for an old school audio editor like me. You Indeed. could do, pay me off.
0: Yeah, you're going to be uh, <laughs> replaced by robots, I'm afraid, yeah,
1: Matthew. it's the way of the world. <laughs>
0: Indeed. All right. Well, let's tie it out there. If you want to go to the show notes, pop over to podcraft.net forward slash. Oh, wait a minute. I should have looked at the episode before. We're on episode four, aren't we? So forward slash 804. This is season eight, episode four. So podcraft.net forward slash 804. And just to let you know as well, we're we're currently doing, um, we're adding... um, a good amount of people into the academy right now. If you want to pop over, if you're looking for more support, you want... the courses that we offer so we've talked about courses before we do a launch course we've got interview skills course we've got Matthew's great equipment courses as well as audacity as well you want to learn how to up your production skills we've got a range of great how-to courses in the podcast host academy as well as our live coaching once every two weeks as well so you can get an hour of our time every couple of weeks as well to ask your questions live and I had a good session last night actually where uh, Joseph and Martin popped in and we had a good conversation over the hour so um, it was good fun um but yeah if you want to look into that that's our kind of um our premium content i suppose it's an upgrade from the the free stuff we put out there um pop over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash academy and you'll see everything we offer there but yeah anyway that'll do it for the week thank you very much for listening thanks for your time again matthew thank you Coming into the studio um and uh, yeah we'll talk to you next time have a good week